While we'll be consuming alcohol throughout the show, should you choose to join in, we ask that you only do so where it's legal, safe, and in moderation. We also welcome your feedback and suggestions on our Instagram at Movies Rock Podcast. And should we say anything rude, non-inclusive, or otherwise wrong, we apologize in advance. We are affirming of all, so with that being said, offense or ill will is never our intent. Now let's get back to the show. It's time for another Halloween special. Anyways, <laughs> as Derek shakes his head in lamentation of what he's about to experience, because that's the best part, as everyone knows, since we are the murder boys. Murder, murder, murder. Murder boys. And this, and this is another, another episode of our Halloween special. Derek's favorite episode special of the year. This I mean, might be my last Halloween special. You say that didn't, every year? Didn't year one you do like four Halloween episodes or something crazy like no, that? No, 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 no. We did one. We no. did one. We did, we did, we did, re, we did Reanimator. We did the Reanimator, the first one. That was that was real. Yeah, I yeah. think we had, I think we might have had more frequent, maybe we didn't. Yeah, we had more more frequent horror movies, but. We did, did we? do a no, we had one episode which Eric had picked, which was uh, the double X. X. That's what it was. Double X, double X. But he didn't realize that we were we would. That's for Halloween. We have a Halloween special, and that's the only reason why we have it. He didn't know the rules, and he apologized it profusely because hmm. he had to have Derek Derek watch two movies that year. I have I have already forgiven him for that. <laughs> so it was, but heavy. but but now. As I said, this is our annual Halloween special. It's the only time of the year that Derek will watch a Halloween movie. And whew, this was a doozy. <laughs> this was definitely a doozy. This movie but, is all kinds of fucked up. <laughs> all kinds. All kinds of fucked up. And and because of the director, I'm I'm not surprised since we saw his movie last Halloween. So his last movie before this last one before, but was afraid we saw his second motion picture Midsummer last Halloween. So we decided, so I decided let's watch his first movie this Halloween. See what the difference is. But before we get started on the motion picture that is hereditary, let's go ahead and go over our drinks, fellas. Uh, Derek, what no, Elias. What are you drinking tonight, brother? I am actually having an old fashioned again. Nice. You know I'm not even mad about that. That's a great no. drink. People don't give it enough credit. I, you know, what's crazy though that you're seeing a bunch of different like renditions now. You'll go to a restaurant, everybody's got their own old fashioned. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen them offer a smoked old fashioned. It's it's fucking terrible. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you just took away everything about this thing. You're just like drinking smoke. But there's, uh, there's, I mean, I'm sure there's room for, you know, variation and improvement, but yeah, the original, the original, and I, really and I'll been try around them. for a while. For like, a if, if, if I'm going to a restaurant, I'll try their version. Whoa, 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 what's this? Bitch. I thought you thought you'd seen the last of me. Yeah. Bitches. 
Oh my god. Surprise, bitch. I thought you thought you'd seen the last of me. I'm so upset right it's now. Bitches. <laughs> ah! Surprise, business. You, you guys hear me? We can. We can yes, hear you, we baby. can Clearly. hear you. And <laughs> no one told me Eric was coming, dude. We were just talking twenty minutes ago. <laughs> dude, me and Eric have had this up our sleeves for the last week, <laughs> week. And in reality, before we jumped on this call, before we got on, when you were there, it was just you and me, Derek. You, mm -hmm. you were looking down. You weren't even looking at this camera. Yeah. And I look up, and there's Eric on screen. I'm like, oh, get up, Bruh. get up, because you didn't even notice. Down. He's like, when I jumped off, because you did not see me. <laughs> Anyways, I'm Eric. so mad. I'm so <laughs> mad at you guys. Uh, <laughs> Eric, Elias, I don't know if you met Elias. Hey, man, what's Elias? Up? Nice to meet you, man. Likewise, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Elias is drinking an old fashioned. Yes, he is. Eric. I don't give a shit what you're drinking. Uh, yes, you Tomas, do. You drink it, dude. Yes, you do. Eric, I, I, I give a shit what you're drinking. Thank Eric. you, what Tomas. You I am drinking. I think I'm. I, I decided to go OG, like the first thing I ever drank when you invited me on the show, which was a gin and tonic. Yes, I had those for the first time on this trip. On this last trip, I went. Really? Really, I'd never Did you had like one before. It? It was good. Okay, I enjoyed it. It's an old. He threw some, drink. and he, he and it, they threw a little bit of lime in it. They used a little bit of lime in it. It tasted. They're supposed good. to. If you're making, oh, they're supposed yeah, to. Yeah, they should put lime in it. So, mm. that's mm. what I'm drinking. Mm. That's fun, uh, Derek. I, what are you drinking today? I'm so happy no. to be here. Jeez, <laughs> that sigh, that distressful sigh. <laughs> <laughs> makes brings me like great, great joy. Just, you have no makes, idea. It just makes me all happy. Oh, <laughs> so happy to be here. Oh gosh, Derek, drink. I, 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 I don't like this beverage, but I need to drink them because they've been <laughs> sitting in the fridge for a while, and I thought it was just appropriate to have a shitty drink with a shitty movie. <laughs> so. <laughs> this is the uh, Ace Mango Cider. Mm. Oh, something that has it's, mango. That it's mediocre. Taste it's mediocre, guys. It's uh, at it, best. It, it it it's like they thought about mango when they made it, and basically just made a seltzer. It's kind of where it's at. Well, take take a sip. Let me see that face. Let me take a sip, brother. Let me see that face. <laughs> Let me see that face. I gotta see it. Yeah, yeah, that sums it up. That's exactly. That I was gonna say that was like the like on point sound. For that. His face looked exactly yeah. like that. And we and got sound is, effects. And then he goes and, and that little that was a what the fuck? You know, and it, it really does does add to it because I, I'm a little under the weather. I'm still recovering, and uh, I'm also eating uh, a cough drop, and so mixing these flavors. Pretty much, the same. Oh. pretty much the same. Yeah. Next thing you know, he'll take a shot of NyQuil and he's good to go. <laughs> just chase just chase that shit with some Ambien, son. All right. Anyways. <laughs> All right. So what I am drinking today, I'm drinking, uh, of course, my Fruit Punch Crystal Light with some Bacardi Black. Black as your heart. Black as this show will be. <laughs> Black as the shit will be because it is dark. This shit is dark. <laughs> okay. This movie was fucked 
up. I just I have no yeah, idea so what to do with this movie. It was I enjoyed it thoroughly, but let's go ahead and talk. Yeah. Uh, Derek, no. let's re- let's relive this one more time. Because as always, that's the best part of the Halloween special, reliving the movie yeah. again uh-huh. and again and again. All right, For so the, the most uh, <laughs> next hour, folks. This is just at least, me. at least. I could talk about this so, movie for days. Let's do it. I, I dare you. I challenge you. Days. Do that. <laughs> All right, so, so the movie we're talking about, as you notice on this Hollywood special, is Hereditary. It was directed by the great Ari Aster. Great. I use that. I use that. And I don't use that sparingly. I use that specifically because i think he is a phenomenal director okay especially okay. for the genre agreed explain explain to me so so explain here's the, okay we'll, we'll get to it I, we'll get to it we'll I, get to it we'll get to it let's go through okay. the normal shit then okay. we can get into that stuff okay <laughs> and i know you're I can, I can totally understand your reasons why because in my head while i was watching this movie all i could hear was derek in my head stopping the movie and going nope, and then walking away for like a good 10, 15 minutes to get himself right. Yeah, yeah. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? That didn't happen, but oh, for you very different breaks? reasons. You didn't take breaks? Look at oh. you. You put on your oh, big boy like, pants today. I know. No. Not exactly. Don't give me, don't give me credit that's not deserved. Right. We'll talk right. about it. All right. So it's written and directed by Ari Aster. came out in 2018. Has a wonderful leading cast. The mm. leading cast was great. Tony Collette. Phenomenal, as always. Gabriel Byrne, I always loved him. He's always great. I mean, my favorite movie of his is, is two movies, Usual Suspects and Miller's Crossing. Fantastic oh, movies. Uh, and the uh, Alex Wolf, which is a good actor, but I, I really can't see watch him because every time I watch him, he's annoying as fuck in my eyes. <laughs> and that and that mole just on his on his lips is mole, really mole, annoying. Mole. I know. Seriously, I was I'm like, I can't, I can't focus. But anyways. And then the girl who plays Charlie, Millie Shapiro, she did a fantastic job in her small amount that she was in the movie. I mean, I probably was... dropkick her if I saw her in person. <laughs> creepy, <man girl. laughs> creepy as fuck. She was, she was creepy. She is creepy. But either way, but uh, but then there were a couple. You know, there's some, there's some, a couple character actors like at Ann Dowd who played Joan. She, I've seen her in other stuff. Yeah. She's been in a lot Ann of Dowd's things. great character actor, man. <laughs> she, she's a great character actor. Yeah. So, but. It was written directed by Ari Aster, and as I said, a great director for definitely his genre. Not even that. I haven't seen Bo's Afraid, which is more of a genre bending. Looks like I it's me. saw it, and twice. And oh, I, and I want to go in thrice. Oh, nice. All right, but just so, real quick, I don't want to go too deep into it. Thing, it's either I, I'm still trying to unravel it. It's either a, a fucking masterpiece. Or it's a full-on mess, and I'm still trying to figure it out. But it's it could possibly be both too. I'm gonna leave you at that. <laughs> That's can, all I'm gonna I, say. Okay, <laughs> not yeah. surprised. It is it is it is an Ari Aster flick. So, yeah. like always, we go over the budget. Budget for this motion picture was only ten million dollars. Hereditary. Mm-hmm. Now I can see because they don't have that many set pieces. It's just mm-hmm. that house most of the time. Mm-hmm. And a couple apartments, which is all pretty easy shit you can put into a sound studio. The only really external say, shots. I have to say that I saw that budget as I was, you know, getting ready to record today, and I I was I was surprised. The quality of the mm-hmm. film that was produced is really stellar for ten million dollars. And that, really, that cast yeah. too. Like, I mean, they. Yeah. 
I, yeah, and, and the acting was really, really top notch. I mean, I I'm gonna talk all day long about how I hate the story and 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 all of that, <laughs> but when we talk about like the quality of the film, man, really, really well he, done. I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, the budget was ten million dollars. Opening weekend, he made they made thirteen in the movie, so they made their money oh, back sure. on the opening weekend. Good. And then gross worldwide. It made $83 million. So That's it made eight times its budget. That's why he got to make Bo is Afraid. And I, and, and the, I, <laughs> I mean, and I mean, I don't even remember how, how much it made, how much Midsummer cost, but I know it didn't cost that much. I'm sure oh, I, 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 I know it didn't cost it that like much. 40, I thought there was like 30 or $40 million, which is not a massive amount of money. I thought it was something like that. No. Nine. No. It was nine. nine. Midsummer was nine. They made it for nine, and they they the return was forty seven. What? 48. How much was Bo's Again, Afraid? Dude. What was the budget on Bo's Afraid? I'll look. I'll look. I'll look up Bo right now. It Bo's is. Oh, they. Ooh, yeah. They so, on that, one. that one splurged because there's a lot of there's a lot of visual effects. Oh, I know. It's, I, I know that one's a lot. I just want to. I don't know so, how much it is. Bo's Afraid, and I take this with a grain of salt because it only came out this year, but. The budget was thirty-five mil. Oh wow! I and thought that the was revenue shows ten. Oh, that makes sense. That makes Dude, sense. That movie yeah. is not. That movie is not for everyone. It is not. It's, it's a for three hour. It's a three hour horror drama horror. Dude, it's and it's oh, it's it, yeah. It the acting again, man, is insanely and the comedy. Good. And there's really funny parts, and there's some really. I mean, it's good. there's a ton shit. of people in the in that movie too. There's a, there's so many actors in this movie. I, I can see where the budget ballooned because there's so many people in this movie. Yeah, I think. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, I'm I'm certainly not going to watch that movie. No chance in hell. Um, but <laughs> you never know. Uh, Halloween special if, next year, we may just go Ari Wasserman trilogy. Ari Oster trilogy. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I'll be absent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the problem is that no matter how good a film is, there's only so many things that can justify that kind of loss. Well, like there's 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 long term like some films, you know, start turning a profit and go like cult, you know, kind of avenue, like they're they're pop culture sure. films and and they're they're take home like the uh like maybe a, a bazillion people buy it at home and, and have their own copies mm-hmm. and then they de- mm-hmm. reruns and they bring it back to theaters every few years and all that kind of stuff can help it, you know, regain some pop, uh, some, some funds because it is popular after it's left the theater. But a lot of those avenues are kind of going away with the advent of streaming, right? A lot of well, films don't even get a full treatment of like distribution and, and print, you know? Here is, here's my opinion as far as that's concerned. Because he's already done that with a quite a few movies where he's done the he's gotten the money back. I mean, I'm sure they're gonna give him another shot. They just tell him, look, you got to keep it within a budget. You can't be crazy, you know. But keep it where you're used to things doing stuff. Hey, I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna chime in here too, real quick about Bo is Afraid specifically. I think it's not for everybody. No, it's not. But I think something about that movie. And I, I don't think I'm going to be wrong about this. Is going to be studied, and I think it's going to pick up steam, and I think it's going to be a cult hit. There's something about it that I have to go back and watch it again. It's the, one of the most I gotta fucked watch up it. movies I've ever seen. But I what's it, the premise, if anything? And you've seen this one, so it, it's more fucked up than this one. It's it's more fucked up than this one. Yes, 
and this is a fucked up movie. But uh, premise, dude, really is you're just. Uh, I don't want to tell you, man. I'm not going to tell you because <laughs> I, listen. I, the reason why I, I can tell you, listen, knowing. I can tell you if you really want me to, and I will. But the reason why I don't want you to is is because I didn't know it either. I didn't have. I didn't know, and I think everyone should watch this movie once. So mm. I can tell you if you want, but I feel like it's going to steal something away from me because I have say no it idea. Don't say it to him. No. Yeah, I want. I want to watch it. I want to okay. watch, watch it. it. I, I think we'll talk it. off air. Okay, and we'll discuss. <laughs> okay. I, I think you'll feel a lot less guilty about it when you realize how little a chance there is that I'll ever watch this. <laughs> what if he says well, it's next Halloween episode? You don't know. You never I know. Will you come never down know. with the flu. <laughs> I mean, there's, 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 there's oh, and that's that's great because this is this is a this is an online streaming show, so we're good to go, dude. So help me, home. I will go to New York and lick <laughs> a handrail. Okay, I'm not watching that movie. <laughs> We shall see. <laughs> it would be in breach of contra- contract, my it friend. No, anyways. But yes. uh, all right. But let's go back to the motion picture. So the motion picture is hereditary, like I said, director and directed by Ariasta, which we say is, I like I said, great director, fantastic director for what he does, what he's done. It's an amazing, amazing, amazing job. Mm-hmm. Now, the synopsis of the motion picture is literally one sentence. Which is great because if anybody had actually had never seen the movie and went to IMDb, it's a perfect synopsis for an Ari Aster flick. A grieving family is haunted by tragic and disturbing occurrences. Boom! One sentence done. <laughs> um, that's you know, like the premise for all of his movies. It's like I know, I know, I know. I don't think that gives the 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 potential viewer enough information because it doesn't. I feel like a lot of times when you've got a good synopsis, not only do you do you have a, a like a, maybe a one line about setting the stage, but what's the problem? We it's know that like the cover is, art, right? To hook you. Well, it, it's well, but we don't know. We don't know. Like, are, are they going to try and do something about it? Are they? Do they have an option to do something about it? Do they only get to suffer? Like, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. Do you, I, I'm going to hate about it, you, everything by every part of this movie. So no, no, no. Really, Derek, really think point. about the movie itself. Do you really think that you need more than that? Think about it. I mean, it could have been something along the lines of they realize what they're up against when they see that the problem is truly supernatural. That's why you, know, you or whatever. No. Away, no. Yeah, why you got to give yeah, all that, that gives, info? Yeah, that, give, that gives too much away, bro. Because uh, I went in, like, I mean, it's kind of the major con. I mean, it's definitely a tagline of the movie. It's like supernatural shit. No, I didn't. No, I don't think it? that was. Yeah, I don't think it was, dude. I, I think actually, the- I think that was part of the problem with the movie is that or why it didn't make as much money as they thought it would US is because the trailer was misleading. <laughs> like, I think it thought... That people thought <laughs> and it was maybe like that was on purpose. Car. Yeah, and it was on purpose, I think. Because <laughs> this is not, you know, this is a cinephile's flick, you know? For so. real. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, the, the, movie, the movie, I think Ari Aster does this on purpose because you don't really see what he's doing and then of course in every trailer he ends with the fucking you know as always people were going to be jumping around a lot you know the, the the trailer doesn't show anything that makes any sense at all and then you see some dude burning it's like what is the fuck is going on like how does it even happen what is the meaning of all this and that's i was like in the movie like halfway through the movie i'm like what the fuck 
is going on in this movie? Like, I had no idea where it was going, how it was going to end. And then when it ended, I was like, what the fuck just happened? How, what was that all about? Holy shit. Like, I mean, it was crazy on so many levels. Well, I, I can I can explain a lot of things. I've seen this film so many times, but the we last will time definitely I, get to that. The, the There's last a couple of YouTube that. videos that are like two to four hours long, just discussing. Just really? Yes. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm serious. Two to four hours unpacking this shit. <laughs> That's a lot to unpack. <laughs> there, there, there is. There's like you could talk. You can write like a dissertation about this movie because it's like really Man. fucked up, you know and. But like it's in the weird part about it is like I was watching it and I was like, this is not the most fucked up Ari Aster movie either. No. Which is why like I haven't seen Bo's Afraid, but Midsummer was it, I think Midsummer might up. be even more fucked up than that one too. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Midsummer might not be, but Bo is Afraid is. It's fucking crazy. Oh, I, I, gotta I gotta watch it. I would argue that Midsummer was a better film. Oh yeah, I think so. I don't know. But, I, don't which one I, like. I think uh, you might be right. I think it's more beautiful. It is. Maybe that's Visually, why. It's that might be why. Yeah, it's it's, it's absolutely probably, yeah. uh, just more scenic, Gorgeous. I would say. And some of the scenes, some of the... the really well, too. Like, mm-hmm, you know, it, and, and there was also a... Midsummer uh, might be better. You might be right, bro. <laughs> like thinking about well, <laughs> Midsummer just had a lot of okay. So naturally, with a lot of the, this style of film from any director is, um, or I would say this genre of film from any director is, um, it, it's meant to, in some ways, you know, leave the audience guessing, not really knowing what's going on, not really understanding what they're seeing, and they're questioning a lot of things, and hopefully, it all kind of fits together by the end but um midsummer i think was nice because some of the items were just strange not necessarily you know horrific they were just strange and weird for a long time and it got you really guessing for a long time but this movie it was just like i know that this shit is just bad it's bad it's it's scary it's not good (laughs) It's bad. He doesn't like it from the get go. That it's and it it it, it follows a lot of the same things that I've seen in other horror movies, where like you, because of the way that the sound design and the way the camera is moving throughout these different spaces, you know that like there's you know a ghost or a demon or something that is you know being present in all of these elements that's causing this kind of stuff. You don't really know, but you kind of you can kind of call draw some conclusions. Midsummer had none of that. It had no inclination that this was supernatural or and and for obviously for good reason it wasn't. But um like I think Midsummer just kept you guessing more so. Um because there it was so in my opinion it was very unparalleled. I, I don't think Midsummer is like any other movie I've ever seen. I couldn't even classify that style of horror to any other film that I've ever seen. And, you know, maybe I could, if I saw Bo is afraid, but we've just talked, I'm not going to be doing that. So, (laughs) you know, this movie deals with, you know, demons and supernatural. And there are lots of other films that have done that. Right. Lot, lot, lots and lots and lots. Right. And maybe this one does it better than others, but it, it was familiar enough that I wasn't quite guessing as much. I, I think for the first time ever, you said something that makes sense. Dude, you can fuck right off, but dude, that honestly, <laughs> I agreed with almost everything you said there, and I was like, for the first time, I'm proud of you, dude. Because listen, 
you're right. Like when you said, I don't think I've ever seen a film like Midsummer before. That's that's amazing. And I think I felt that. I agree. I had that same feeling when I saw it. But I think I felt that way when mm-hmm. I saw Hereditary. And then I think, and I know I felt that way when I saw Bo is Afraid. So with that being said, is this guy a, I don't know, is he, is, is he, is he going to be the best? <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Like, I'm like, like, I've never is, seen is he, is he, horror... is he like a, is he like a, a mad genius? At, That's what I'm uh, saying. You know, is he going to be the best at this genre, this horror genre? Because, I know it's not classic horror, but that shit's fucking horror, dude. You know, it's it is definitely horrific. <laughs> you know, so Wait, are like, you you're I, talking about Ari Aster? Yeah, Ari Aster being the Ari best? Ari Aster, yeah. He's gonna be the best. I because I, I dude, you guys gotta see Bo's afraid. Gosh, it makes it it just it adds so much weight to this. <laughs> you know, like so if well, okay, so he we can go back to that because you know Thomas, I think you said something to the effect of Ari Aster is, you know, one of the greats that are out there. Um, I'm looking at his his filmography, and I only even know of two or three of these, and didn't movies. like any of them. You don't he like has, the genre. He only has a few. You only you don't like the genre though. He's got three films, three horror films, Derek. That every time I saw one, I had the same feeling. I've never seen a, a horror movie like this. Every time I watch, there. And know what's really funny about it? Tomas said it before. That synopsis is the same for all three movies, but they're wildly different. Well, because it's vague as hell. <laughs> that's, like, like that's in this really film, funny. a camera shows you things. No, the point that I'm making, <laughs> no, the point that I'm making is like they are like it's the same. It's the same plot line for all three of his movies, but they're completely three fucking wildly different stories. Yeah. And they're awesome. So, 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 like the, the the one thing that I've noticed, and and oh, well, hold on, before we go before I go into that statement, Elias, talk to me. What did you think about the motion picture in general? I already told you. I, I wanted to kick the little girl in the face. She creeped me out. Other than um, that, other than that, I, I always do. I, I'll be honest. Like I mentioned before, we jumped on this. I'm not a big fan of of horror movies. I don't go out of my way to watch anything that's scary. I like enjoying myself and, you know, again, uh, cinematics, the color, the story, all that stuff. Um, I would say this is a different type of horror, right? Compared to the stuff that I grew up with in the eighties, like the jump scare, the Freddy Krueger's, the, the the Jason and stuff. It was really twisted. It's, and it's also weird because I'm kind of finding my faith again. Right. So then you see this whole demonic devil thing coming about and you're like, this shit really gives me the willies. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, and he doesn't even really, he doesn't, I mean, the, the Demon King doesn't, not Demon King, he's the, the king of mischief or something like that. Whatever. Of Satan. He doesn't really do too much that's, I mean, it wasn't like I was watching The Exorcist, you know? And, it was still freaky, dude. He didn't like, like what exactly did he? We don't even know what he did. Like, and I was terrified. It's it's just creepy, yeah. and weird. You know, like it's it was, it's, it's like the atmosphere was just was, kind, of, kind of like overpowering, which is what yeah. Ari does. But he did it in Midsummer. Like the atmosphere was just kind of was palpable. Like you could knew the little, the something little, was not good. 
the models that the mom would build with the fucking creepy oh, yeah, grandmother dude. staring into the bedroom. What like, the fuck is that? Creepy so as weird, fuck. Like, why would you even fantasize about something like that? Well, and, <laughs> and like, there were just little, there were little, and you know what? I feel like this film is really made by uh, a series of three second shots, maybe two second shots. You know, like there's only certain aspects that really stick with you. I think about how the son walks into the living room and mom's up in the ceiling. That like creeped me out. Yes. That like, fucking creeped me out when I saw only, her. Like, Holy it's shit. Only, fucking Spider Woman. It's only <laughs> two or three seconds, but suddenly you're like, then, oh, fuck. And, and, then she, and, and then she flies. Well, and, and, and yeah. you know, whenever he goes up into the attic and she's banging her head on the ceiling oh, man so, so like that was that was half a second and that so sticks with you that's like oh fuck like things are really crazy and then mom is oh, staring so at him while she's stabbing her neck off like that, that she's staring at him like unblinkingly like that kind she of like, like there, it, there's so much off. there's two oh. hours of this movie and the the parts that really make the whole film could fit within 60 seconds guys but but go ahead ahead. it's not even just those like like all those moments that he just said are like so fucking intense in this movie but then there's moments that are super intense where nothing has happened like so we're not nothing's happening where something's happened but you're it's so let me get to it so i'm tripping over my words here the moment when um charlie got her head knocked off and, then, and then, this is no easier way to say that i don't, I don't no no any, no any easier way for yeah, real for real the car stops and you just it just stops on people's face man he's just like oh my god he knows exactly what's happened too you are on that man's face for like i don't know a full minute and you are and, feeling every beat of that every second like i felt it in my soul man he I'm slows like, it down where it makes a lot of sense. Uh, they did it a bunch on the, a lot of those miniature houses, right? Where you're you're mm-hmm. like fixed and you're looking for something to terrify you because you know it's this movie's there. got that air about you. And there's nothing in those miniatures, there's right? There's some there. weird, there's some weird shit, but nothing nothing really as big as what you're looking for. But then you know they'll cut back for ten seconds to Charlie's head covered in ants. Like, bruh, and her beautiful <laughs> blue eyes, <laughs> just staring at you. Ants. Yeah, dude, bro. And so, okay, so we're gonna. So now that we're here, let's just let's just be here, baby. So that scene when when Charlie got her head knocked off, I was <laughs> watching it. I was watching it at work. I was in the lunchroom. I like I grab one of these little off the meeting rooms to the side, and I have lunch there quiet because I I just I I disconnect. I'm like I don't want to be fucking around people. (laughs) Like people like go to me and say, "Hey, what are you doing?" Like I go to the room and I watch TV or my phone, my iPad, and I have lunch. I just chill for an hour. I need to disconnect. And I'm watching it, and I'm watching the movie, and all of a sudden that happens. I like I like no no don't do no. And then it happened. Like I'm like right of my mouth. I went oh shit. Like I was loud. Thankfully, I'm in a, an office that's kind of a call center, and nobody heard me. But I went, "Oh shit!" Like, like fuck me. I was like, "Whoa!" Like I thought it was gonna happen, but I thought in my head I was thinking to myself, "They won't do that to a kid. 
they're not gonna do that to a kid because that's never well, I've never thought, seen I that shit. Charlie, I thought Charlie had a much more prolonged presence yeah, me and too. influential aspect of the movie. The whole time I'm watching her, like she's the one that yep. this is all centered around. And, yep. <laughs> nope. Yeah, and one stupid nope. little line that she says, like, I should have been a boy, or they want a boy, or something like that. And you're like, what the fuck are yeah. you talking about? And then it just kind of yeah. evolves into, oh, that's what you meant. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes. So it's crazy, dude. It's crazy. Let me tell you, let me tell you about how I teed up for this movie because I know it's gonna be you guys are gonna ask. Um Yeah. How I, did you I took off work. This movie? I took off work. I was on vacation for a week and it happened to be, uh, you know, the day I'd set aside, I was like, I told my wife, I was like, I want to watch this movie. It's got to be during the day. All the windows are going to be like blinds are open <laughs> daylight in here. All the lights in the house are about to be on. And my son happened to be in school that afternoon. And so I was like, do you want to watch this with me? Cause she likes horror movies. That's her thing. And we certainly, as you can probably imagine, don't watch those together very often. She very much so has to watch those either with a friend or on her own. Um, and so this was a bit of an opportunity for her to be able to see a horror movie with me. And when I showed her the trailer, she was like, oh, this is this looks scary. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm already shitting myself. Um, and we watched it. We watched it at like noon on a Tuesday. And man, uh, I got real good at. You know, when you sense something is about to happen, something's about to come up, uh, you I look away. I don't I don't even watch the screen. I'll wait until the, the terror dies down a little bit because I don't need those images in my brain. But Charlie's block getting knocked off was a little <laughs> unexpected. Didn't see that one happen. <laughs> And with the tension that, honestly, like the way that that whole sequence was filmed, like you see what's about to happen to Charlie. You know that she's allergic by that point. You've seen the nuts being cut. You know that she's about to have an allergic mm -hmm. reaction and he's just trying to get to toke up, right? Yep. And so you see this all kind of culminating and about to just go over the edge and snowball. And so I was glued. I was already watching. I was watching this whole sequence. I was seeing him, you know, maybe get a little bit closer to the girl that he's got a crush on and maybe, you know, get an opportunity to, you know, have a girlfriend of some sort that, you know, doesn't um, yeah, hopefully not die throughout the film. But, you know, you see her start having trouble breathing and then they jump into the car and you're, you're on edge. You're on the edge of the seat. And you're watching all this stuff. And then her head just clean off. Yeah, and, and it was, the, and it was, like, it was just like it wasn't like every other kind of like horror movie where you kind of you hear that bling and then like you hear the blood, all that stuff. It was just like, like it was just like gone. quick gone, and then it well, was just like. How long was silenced. that whole scene from the minute that her head got whacked off? I mean, it, it must have been three. It felt minutes. like an hour. <laughs> it was an eternity, right? Like they they focused on his face, his mannerisms, stoic and frozen. Then they focus on the pedals on the car. Then and the, focus the, the on the mirror. He, back. No, 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 no. And then, then, then there's a, for a few seconds, he's deciding whether or not he wants to look in the mirror. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, look I in the rear view it, mirror. I felt it so hard. You could, I was like, wondered, is he really going to look? How, well, and I, I was wondering why, you know, you see this mark of that, that, 
that demonic, I suppose it's demonic writing that was on the necklace that we start seeing kind of strategically placed around different places in the film. And we saw a second where that was on that light pole. It was like imprinted there. And so in my mind at this point, I was still thinking grandma was somehow entangled um, and trying to protect her family by, you know, putting maybe these these wards, you know, around that would kind of wear off, you know, ward off these other evil spirits. And I was like, man, she went miles away to a light pole and put one up like, all right, well, dang, like this must be serious. And all of a sudden you realize like some there were some moving pieces to where someone kind of foresaw or foretold or knew that this was about to happen. And yeah. dude, like that, that sequence, um, what was the actress's name? Um, uh, and out. No, Tony, Tony Collette, Tony, Tony Collette. Oh yeah. Dude. Her going out to the car and you just hear her. Oh my God, dude. Oh, that like, was heart wrenching. Yeah. Ooh. And, and you know, her, her son, uh, Alex Wolf just staring, laying in bed, staring until the sun comes up. Mm -hmm. Like that is, I mean, part of me thinks like he's clearly in shock. And I mean, maybe that's the case. Maybe he was actually in shock, right? Maybe that's how his character was. But mm -hmm. um, man, like I can't imagine being able to drive while I'm in shock. And he made it home, you know, he parked the car, went right inside. You know what was something that I kind of noticed in this motion picture based on the name? Now, granted, based on what happened at the end, then it changed for me what the name of the movie meant. Throughout the movie, they keep talking about the grandmother's mental health and how, you know, and, and then that kind of got to me with the name because a lot of people, you know, you know, there are people that believe and things of that nature and that, you know, that, there are certain levels of mental health that are hereditary. Like they, some people believe that schizophrenia can be passed on to other members of the family. Um, so may not happen in one generation to the next, but there are instances where people say, Oh, it runs in the family, that kind of thing. So I was thinking, well, there's, also, there's so much of this stuff we don't really understand. Like in exactly. real life, medicine, there's so much of this stuff exactly. we're still figuring out. For sure. There's a but whole I, article that talks about mental health and different diseases that, correlate to each one of these characters online. oh that's, I don't know if you that's guys awesome saw that. yeah. no no do you, do you can you speak on it did you read it or no no man no. <laughs> 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 like, I'm, just, I'm not gonna fucking lie to you. but no they're yeah. talking about like you said schizophrenia depression um God, it it's, it's, it's all it's all like different levels of grief every family member had like a different level of, of, of grief dealing with the grandmother. But what I was thinking was like throughout the movie, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, man, is this something to do with like that aspect of it where it's just, and, and I wasn't trying to go, I was really trying to keep out the aspect of the whole demonic shit and all that kind of stuff because I wanted to keep it as grounded as possible because Midsummer was grounded to a degree. You know, there was nothing supernatural about it. I was like, maybe he's not going that route. Now granted he went that route and I'm not, I'm not knocking him for it because I, I think it was great the way he did it. But but I was thinking that he was dealing more with mental illness, and I'm sure that's part of it. That's part of the the aspects of the motion picture is everybody's mental illness at that point. They were so damaged from dealing with the loss of the grandmother that they became, I guess you could say, easy pickings 
for well, that kind it, of situation. It's a, it's a double entendre. You're you're correct. Yeah, I, you're dead. You nailed yeah. it. it. It's a double entendre. It's a hereditary meaning mental sure. health, mental illness. Those characters were broken from the the grandmother all mm-hmm. the way down. You know, the her brother killed himself because the grandmother was trying to get that dude inside exactly. of him, you know something like that. So like yeah, um, you know it, that it's a double. That's exactly what the film is about. Like you nailed it. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, and I mean, and then they had the thing. They had the thing in the end when, when we, when we see the the, the whole rise. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that real quick. But when they show up, and he shows up in the treehouse, and there's all the people there, and we'll discuss that. But then they say that, that then you see the picture of the grandmother as the queen, and then you realize that it, it's also hereditary in the sense that this family is literally made by this cult. To take on the form and to 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 have this demon king coming to their bodies every time. That's literally what they're there for. They're there to satanic be... monarchy. Amazing. Exactly on Earth because the grandmother was one, and it was supposed to get passed to the daughter, but the daughter was fucked up physically, mentally. She had issues. They couldn't do with deal with her. And so they decided to move it on to the son who was supposed to be the first one. Because remember, the mom said the grandmother was all about him and she didn't want to give it to the grandmother. Mm-mm. But when she had Charlie. No. No. Yeah. You missed, you missed something. Was yep. it the other way? So it was the other way around. She wouldn't let her mother near her son, Peter, when he was born. Yes. That's what I'm saying. No. She wouldn't let her mom near her son, but she let Charlie near her. And so yeah. they, that, that's and, what she, she got. Her, Charlie. Son, her mother didn't care about Peter, though. Her mother cared about Charlie. No, no, not at that time. But since Charlie was all fucked up. Wait, and... wait, wait. Should we? Grandmother. Grandmother yes. didn't care about. Okay. So just to clarify. Which part? <laughs> yeah. No, no. Yeah. You, you were saying the mother. You said mother didn't care about. The mother, Charlie. the grandmother. Sorry, the grandmother. I apologize. The grandmother. I, thought the, grandmother. Grandmother. I so thought the grandmother. Grandmother, mother, and children. I thought the grandmother for some reason just latched to Charlie. No, no she she no, latched because... to Charlie because she was giving she was given an opportunity to work with a child finally. But oh, the mom okay. said Tony Collette's character said she didn't let her her mom near Charlie at all, even no. though she wanted to. She did. She let no, Charlie, she didn't. Her grandmother took care of Charlie. Her mother didn't let. She yes. No, no, I'm sorry, yes. sorry, Peter, Peter. Peter I'm talking yeah, about Peter. Peter, Peter she yeah. didn't let her grand. She didn't let her mom near Peter. Sorry, yeah. I'm going all over the place. She didn't let her mom near Peter. That's why when she when when Charlie was born, she felt bad about that and let Charlie be with her grandmother. But Charlie was, you know, I guess I don't want to say handicapped. She she wasn't as smart i guess or something i don't know what to say about charlie charlie was charlie had her own issue the only stated issue with charlie was that she was female and that wasn't what this king of mischief didn't want he it said that he favored a male host and you know we saw it you know okay so me and my wife talked about this movie quite a bit that afternoon until we'd kind of deciphered what was going on she thought it was, it was she thought it was really good. She thought that it was absolutely <laughs> terrifying. But you know, it took us it's because a little bit to, cinema, that's why. Mm, yeah. Unlike her husband. <laughs> I'm not gonna trash talk my wife, but she does like some questionable things. So <laughs> um, not as many as you do. Taylor Swift. 
Me, me for one. All right. yeah, that's true. So, that's true, bro. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so they, they mentioned whenever um, Annie, the mother, finds that book in, in her grandmother, her mother, uh, in the grandmother's, uh, you know, things that kind of explains who this God is and, and what, what's about it. And it was really all summed up well in that, I mean, two or three lines, it really tells you the whole picture of what's happening. But the, I think what you can clearly see is that when, um, the, was it, yeah, it was the uncle that hung himself because they put other quote unquote people into him. And when he hung himself, you know, I drew the conclusion that they had already conducted the, um, the ritual to seal this mischievous King in the uncle. And so he hung himself to, to release himself from that. But from then on, this King of mischief, was essentially no longer sealed anywhere and just floating around and stayed within grandmother until she died. And so when grandmother died, you can see a couple of times where that king of mist just hops around in mom and brother and daughter. I don't recall it ever affecting dad, but, um, you know, it, it, I mean, that whole like glottal click thing that she was doing, mom did it, I think at one point. Right. And so you can see how the, the demons kind of jumping around a little bit. And, you know, we start to realize that, uh, you know, they, they kind of pin it on the mother for digging up grandma. I'm not convinced that's what happened. I think they had a lot of other people, you know. Oh, no. I mean, I mean we definitely saw all those naked old people at the end, which was like, oh, terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. There were 17 of them. I stopped to count. Um, of course you did. And, of course you did. Well, because my 70, wife didn't see it the first 60, time. 70-year-old penis is frightening. It's frightening. True. And, True. Derek, <laughs> and, and Derek's favorite. That's why he, he went and counted. <laughs> he likes all that saggy skin. He's all about it. I need, I need the aged retirement side of things. Um, oh, God. <laughs> That's them running through thank the forest. You. Thank you, Tomas. <laughs> right, thank you. Thank you. Um, so I, so we, we see how the, the one thing I think that I couldn't piece together what was really happening. The one thing was when uh, Joan's character was across the street shouting at Peter to release oh, him. Yes. That he was being released. And it didn't. I don't understand who was being released from where, yeah. like what, 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 like, uh, cause, cause Peter wasn't really trapped. It was his body. Right. And the demon King or, or King of mischief or whatever, he wasn't really locked in yet. They hadn't had the ritual. They didn't have the three heads. So I don't really know what that part was, but the rest of it kind of all fit together by the end. You know, you start seeing how, Joan happens to be in the right place at the right time, right? To insert herself into their lives to, to somehow, you know, at least kickstart, you know, some of these things. And, you know, at this point I'm of the belief that Joan convinced the mother to read a ritual that did not do what she'd been told it would do. Instead, it 
perhaps uh, it invited allowed- this king of mischief into their mm-hmm. home to some That's extent. That's exactly you know? what it's for. That's my opinion. I agree with that. I agree with that. But I don't know why the King of Mischief wasn't in there in the first place, because Grandma was already living there beforehand, and Grandma had the King of Mischief, and so, like, and and also, why was the King of Mischief not just taking actions when Grandma was still alive? Like, is there, what, what, what was the reason for waiting until she died? I don't, I don't get that. I don't know. So, Elias, what's up? No, I, I hit the, the, uh, raise your hand button by mistake, but the whole thing with Joan, I was wondering, if he's, if he's having like an out of body experience, right? Cause you're in the fluid world, right? And she's yelling at him, but nobody else is reacting. It's just him. And he's dialed in. Is she like jumping into his mind somehow again? Cause nobody surrounding him saw anything. So True. is she a ghost to some degree or some sort of spirit or, well, is there a chance that she yeah. was releasing Peter from his own body so that the demon could, not, I guess I was under the impression the whole time that the demon cohabitated with the original owner. But if that's not the case, right? Maybe she released Peter from his own body so that only the demon king existed there. And maybe that was him righting a wrong when uncle was able to kill himself by hanging himself, right? That was a, that was a gap in their plan. They didn't see that coming. The demon king had a body, he lost it because he was cohabitating at the time, right? Maybe they didn't want to do that this time around. Right. Hold Just on. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm missing something. Which uncle are you talking about? So um, Annie Graham, the 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 mother, the mother's uh-huh. brother. Oh, oh yes, hung that's herself. Right. He hung himself when he was like sixteen. When he was like sixteen. And he left a note saying that I'm doing this because you put other people into me. Ah, uh, that makes dude. That makes perfect sense. Oh my god! Hey guys, I gotta watch. I'm this glad. Movie again. I'm glad you guys are working this out on your own because I was like, you guys kept going back and forth, and I was like, I know the answer to this. I know the answer to this. <laughs> that's good. No, yeah, and then that's what I want you to do, Eric, because you've seen it more than once. I've, I've only seen it, seen it, a, it once. A lot of times. So this, like, this was probably my. It's got to be my like my sixth or seventh time seeing it. But um, because I <laughs> Derek's really like, like, no, it. thank you. It's just I don't. It's Sorry. Really interesting about it. I don't know why it just interests me, but um. It's like when you hear about somebody that their their house is flooded like 12 times. You're like, man, I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> God. No one deserves that what kind a, of suffering. That's not true. But I mean, You're such a good person, Eric, and you did it to yourself. Anyhow, oh so uh, one of the things I do want to say to you guys about this movie, which will... I hate that he put this out there, but I, this has to be said because Ari Aster put it out there. He said that Everything that happened in this film is concocted from that cult. So everything that happened needed to happen exactly the way that it did. And it was concocted on purpose by that cult. Oh, do you think they were all the people in the griefing? Yes. So I'm sure they were all in the church. Remember too. I recognize the the, the dude with the white hair. And remember in the beginning of the movie, the mom, the, uh, she's doing that eulogy and she's like, there's a lot of people here that I don't know, but that's my mom. There's like people that I, that's her life. Like those are all the cults. Yeah. But there wasn't ever any point that the participants in the support group were at all affiliated with the cult other than the Joan. one time that Joan yeah, came Yeah, and up. she was there. No, she they she knew that she was going there. That was all concocted on purpose. Yeah. She knew. She knew. The, 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 the thing was that you, you could... This is what I definitely noticed is that now that you said that, it makes perfect sense because they know exactly... They knew exactly what buttons to push 
on these people because they're they're probably all very highly educated people. Chances are, they're all probably very highly educated people, and they and but they know exactly what needs to be what needs to be pushed. And she knew the button for her was Charlie. She knew that to get to to get to Peter, which is what which is what the entire end game was. Mm-hmm. To get to Peter was Charlie. When we even saw the. Uh the mailer that came in for the seances and stuff mm-hmm. like all these other things that, you know, that when that came in, I was like, well, that's they, they, as you would think, like that's a generic mailer. It went out to thousands of people in the area and you know, they're just trying to blanket and hope that somebody calls them. Right. But it was very targeted. Oh, I mean, for sure. It, it was, it was almost certainly, you know, the same phone number that, uh, the mother would have learned to be Jones, right? Or, or you know, a burner phone of some sort, right? But it, Joan was pulling all these strings, and it, it's almost like they had really teed everything up. They knew that Grandma was ill and 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 on her way out. And if that's what actually happened, who knows if that's how she actually died? If it was of natural causes at this point, it could have been just totally staged. But the sacrifice. Yeah, like like totally planned, like you know, swallowing a cyanide pill kind of thing, or or whatever. That but all know. the same, yeah, that part of it I don't know. Could but if if all of this is orchestrated, you know that that leads me to question some things about how the party played out. So you're talking like the deer scene? They planted the deer and the insignia on the pole, knowing that Charlie's head will be lopped off there. Yeah, yeah. Are you talking that to that degree yes. of planning? Yes. Yeah. Fuck. Yes. But I mean, yes, that was he. That's what so the, that's the, a mental fuck right now. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. The, the demon would he have like, had. He's a step away from yes. him, and I think. Yes. <laughs> the demon had well, what? The demon would have had to influence mom to push Peter to bring Charlie to the party that the demon king organized to invite Peter. Uh huh. Right. Yes. And and yes, possess Charlie at the moment that she was asphyxiating and stick her head out the window and uh-huh. plant the deer, as you mentioned. I didn't realize it was a deer. I guess I just thought it was roadkill. I, I was too focused on everything else. Um, but man, and not only just that, Derek, but also to think about this. Also, that would have to concoct a way so that um. Uh, Annie's character would sleepwalk and almost set people on fire so that no one trusts her either. That is a huge yeah. part of this entire mm-hmm. film. Yeah. Is that there is yeah. a lack of trust and this family is damaged because they think that they try, she tried to kill her son, set him on fire. Not only mm-hmm. that, there's mm-hmm. also, so throughout the movie, there are a couple scenes where we see this like halo of light just burst through the whole movie. Oh, that's the that's the spirit movement. That's the yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So if you notice, each time that happens, now here's my question. Now before I go to that part, here's my question: There's a scene where Charlie's cutting off the head of the bird. Is that Joan across the street? No, it's it was grandma. one of the cult people. Right? No, 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 no. It wasn't grandma. It was another lady. It was a lady with long brown hair. I just didn't know oh, if it was Joe. Now, one of the, one of the I have to members. see who it is. Was it just a random cult member waving at her? I don't remember. I think it was just a cult member that was, uh, 
the way that I interpreted that, I was certain that it was a cult member, but the way that she was joyous to see this person, it was almost like it was a like a fanatic, like a fangirl. Yes, right? yes. Like I just want to I want to see the person do the thing that I like them for, you know. Because and reality is they probably had some I don't I don't know about maybe a ritual or or an understanding of being able to see where the demon king was in that moment because mm-hmm. i'm i feel pretty confident that the demon king was within charlie during that sequence because like you were, it was a little bit foreshadowing but of course charlie was already kind of weird for a lot of other reasons and so it didn't truly it, set in what it yeah. was in the moment you know and and i mean and and the thing was is that like when that beat happens that's when kind of shit turns bad for them no matter what like for Charlie, not long after that beat, you see that beat of light that goes around. Mm-hmm. She gets her head lopped off. And for Peter, the minute that he sees that beat of light all of a sudden show up and go to that room, like that's his classroom. And then he breaks his own nose that same day. That whole that smiling was, at himself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. In the yeah, glass. That, that was creepy. The smiling in the in the uh, in the window or in the mirror. Yeah, and the, the swelling of his face, almost like paral, almost like a like a allergic nut reaction, yeah. right? That you'd mm-hmm. see like people's face swelling up. That was well done. Um, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more emphasis on the mole, though. Uh, really- <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, he cuts it off right there. Eats he it. cuts it off. He just eats it. <laughs> ah, this is delicious. It's delicious. Certainly- it certainly seemed as though the Demon King was uh, test driving his new ride. Yeah. Right? And, and, and he when he saw it. what and he, he saw, he, he was very pleased with what he was about to get. He, so, I mean, and it was just, I was just like, now that you're saying all this stuff, I mean, it, it, it opens up a whole new avenue. And I can't wait to show this with my daughter because I'm going to show this movie to my daughter. Yeah, to be honest with you. Got to. My oldest. Because it's not like Midsummer. I can't show her Midsummer. No. <laughs> but I will definitely show her this one. This will be yeah, a horror movie that you can, you can watch, in my opinion. Yeah. I think she can. I think she can handle it. She saw Inglorious Bastards. For God's sake, she can watch this one. I mean, psychologically, um, this one's super fucked up, but you know, it is. It is. It is. How but, is Inglorious Bastards not as bad as Summer? Midsummer. Midsummer. Oh, Midsummer. It has a lot more sex in it than this one. Than oh, you know what? There was sex. I get that. I got a I'm lot more of it. Oh, it yeah. I forgot. I'm thinking about the old people smashing into the rock. For a split second, there was sex in Inglorious Bastards when Heinrich Himmler was like, ah, and ah, ah, fucking his assistant, but whatever. Oh, God. Yeah, but it was more funny. It wasn't as, in, as intense as Midsummer. But for Folks, this one. Check that out. It's episode 50. Yeah. <laughs> it's a better Something. movie than this. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. But but what I what I, what I want to say was that, like, the scene where. The the, the the we let's, like I said we're jumping around a lot the 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 seance scene was like so intense for me because I was just watching I was like seeing the dad who is you could tell is trying to be the, the, the he's the the grounding character in this motion picture he's trying to keep a level head in the insanity that mm-hmm. is his family during this grieving process okay yep. they'd lost their grandmother okay. Who he honestly, you could tell he didn't give a fuck about, but he's there for his wife. Yeah, he yeah he's trying shit. to support his wife, and and his wife is trying to navigate the waters of a tumultuous relationship with her mother. Yes, and so right? he's just trying to be supportive, which is a great. He's a great male character because of that. But then all of a sudden, within a month, 
Okay, let's just say it's a month of the grandmother passing. His daughter gets her head lopped off in a car accident while her while his son is driving the car, which is traumatic on so many levels. That his wife in made the girl go to. And he, exactly. Yep. So you have this character who's just trying to be a grounding force in the insanity that is his family at this point. Which any normal person, and I would not knock him for this. Any normal person would have been like, fuck this. I'm out. How about this? I'll, I'll see you bitches later. The uh, when, she, when Charlie starts talking through her mother's mouth. Oh, and then yes. he disappears for like oh. five seconds to grab a cup of water, splashes her face. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, like oh, calm. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! Like, it, it, and then you just feel so bad for him because he's just like he's so out of his element, and it's and it's apparent that he I, doesn't know what the fuck's he's I, doing or what he needs to I, do. I, I like it's so he 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 becomes so pathetic because there's he does. It's just honestly like, what else would one do but become that? In a situation it's true. Like, like, like this, you know, he, he, <laughs> it and was he's like dealing with an insurance sobbing. company over the grandmother's grave, yeah. and he's just like he doesn't know where to go with anything. He tries he trying to, to hold be, it together, you know, I, and and failing I mean, miserably, and he knows it, and he knows yeah. it. He's just like, well, he at, the at, deck he, in his mind, he's thinking him. himself, yeah. In in his mind, he's thinking to himself, once we can get through this. I am out of this. Like, how, how do you get the most, like, honestly, too, like, if I was him, because he's, like, the only grounded person, I'd have to be thinking to myself, like, <laughs> what did I do to fuck this up this bad? Like, it's, like, yeah, one like, of the most, like, they're one of the most damaged families I've ever seen. Yes, you know, yes. like, what did I do? I'd be thinking that. Like, like, in his mind, is like, in his mind, is like, how awful was I before I yeah, got like, married? How many women did I fuck? Like, who did I fuck over? What? Uh, who, <laughs> I was I was seriously just wondering if he was going to be last man standing. Like these other people oh. were going to tear themselves apart. Oh, <laughs> and and he was just going to be like, if, was, I don't... if he was last man standing, then that'd be a happy ending. So no. Yes, <laughs> yes, it would have followed. It would have followed the rules of horror movies because yeah. he's had sex, but he did have not had sex in the movie. So it would have been. It would have been okay. He would have been the last girl. <laughs> the, the, the final girl. He would have been the. So, but the, the, I know that in the trailer they always show that one person getting burned, and I never knew who it was. And then when I see her <laughs> give him the book to burn, I'm like, this guy is so fucked. He's gonna be the dude that burns. He's the person that burns in the trailer. I'm like, oh my god, he's so fucked. And also, so I'm like, like, oh fuck me. Like what? What? Like what a way to go, man. Like this guy. Well, oh, they, so they, they trick you too because you know we see her try to burn the book before and she catches fire. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and somehow that she oh, yeah. she thinks somehow that she's incapable of burning it. <laughs> Derek, Derek muted. He's all good. He's just muted. It's okay. I don't know if y'all heard that. Is he okay. Oh, we're so good. we're good. My wife has got things tied down. She's good. Uh, um, <laughs> so you know, you would think that you know she can't burn it because of her attachment to her mother or something like that. And she asks him to do it, and he just won't. He doesn't get it. He's not you know tracking with her, and he just she throws it in there, and man, that was it. It's gone. That's it. Done. And. and 
Okay, and you noticed like th there were all these little hints early, later on, you know, like that the the father and son come home and they're like, man, that smell, those fucking models, like it's always so stinky or whatever. This like I'm imagining like acetone or something like that they're smelling, but in actuality, grandma's just rotten upstairs. And when <laughs> when Peter goes up there to to find her, not only is her body laying there, but there's a little bit of an altar to mm -hmm. I assume the demon king that we're talking about. And was that grandma's? Was it grandma's altar that she had in her last days of the house or whatever? Was that where she went to do her thing? You know, say, hey, dude, you're still my favorite, whatever. Um, but like, Maybe. how does, and then, and then how does, how does a mother go from banging her head on the bottom of the attic to being in the attic and stabbing her own head off? Where did well, that here's, here's Here's my question. Are we sure that it was even mother? Was it mother? Could it have been somebody yeah, in the cult? No, no. Oh, no, no. What are you talking about? Mom? Was mom? mom was floating was in the her. attic so, and she was stabbing well, her own head off. Here's, so, here's, here's where I go with that is that it's supernatural in general. So who's to say that she could just fucking teleport into the fucking attic, dude? I, I know what it is, guys. I know the answer. <laughs> okay. What is it? What is it? Talk. That, that demon guy was in her. She wasn't in the sun yet at that point. It was still in her. He had to die first. No, no. The, the question is why? How did grandmother get into the attic, though? How did mom get into the attic from from? Because remember, she was outside knocking, banging her head on yeah, the attic yeah, door. Yeah, yeah, she had. That. And then she was in the attic she... with him moments later. Yeah, because he's 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 a demon. He could do whatever he wants. He's like he's supernatural. Yeah. I don't think the teleportation thing is a thing because later on, whenever mom was a headless corpse. She clearly, yes. we got to see her float on up into yes, the, the treehouse. Supernatural, demon yeah, it happening, dude. It's legit. at this point uh, now, dude. Not at this point, it's, we're I mean, we're we're really, moving. We're moving. Happening, yeah. This is real life. We're moving from we're moving from grounded in reality to supernatural shit. Just go with it, because now we are heading to a place that you have not been to for an hour and forty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you got a bunch of writers around the table like, yo, so we got her. She's freaking out. She's, you know, banging under the attic door. And then she's in the attic. Suddenly she's in the attic. How did that happen? Just go. It happened because it happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we, I mean, we just saw her float behind her son in her, in her bedroom. So, hey, let's go. <laughs> That's, and you know what, dude? I'm good with it. I am so good with it. This is not like fucking Joss Whedon writing room in a fucking episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This is not fucking Cabin in the Woods dealing with fucking weird shit all over the place. I think this was movie was just like, it was just so good. And I was okay with her teleporting into the attic if it made huh. sense, which it made sense. It does to Based me. on what's happening in that movie. It made perfect sense, specifically because it certainly wasn't the most outlandish thing that was happening. So, oh no, no! And then, of course, she proceeds to use uh, a wire to cut her own head off. Yep. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, exactly. Then, 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 then we proceed to look around, and I audibly laughed. I honestly, I left out. I, I let out a guffaw. <laughs> When he looked and saw the three naked old people and that one lady wave at him with a smile, I went, <laughs> and then he just like threw himself out the window into the fucking potted plants. I was like, fuck, did he land in the driveway? 
Like I was like, shit, he's dead. He's in the driveway. And then when they show him, he's in the dirt. I'm like, oh, he survived. But then we see that light go down and hit his back. And that's when I know I was like, that's not good. Because every time we've seen yeah. the light, it's kind of been a beat that kind of reverberates around everything, but doesn't go into anybody. Doesn't go into the person. So the it's light, just kind of a, you, surrounds you know where the them. light came from? The light came from him sawing his head off as soon as she was dead. It came from that body and then went into her son's body. Yep. There he yes. now resides. Yes, in because he, left, he, he, he was able to leave. A yes. male form. Yes. And they had who to was, kill who the was, who entire was fucking to... family to get to this point. Do you think he died? Do you think he died, though? Who? Do you think Peter died? Yeah, Peter. Or do you think, think he Peter... was just, or do you think, or do you think he was just like unconscious? I don't know where Peter is. Peter at that point, maybe he's Peter's. He's... Peter's like soul is possibly elsewhere, but his body survives. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, his body, and but his body is now run by this guy, by this demon guy. Or the the hell the warrior, yeah. whatever the guardian of hell. I, th- it is. I think I think one of the what, eight king eight demon kings of hell, the demon of yes. mischief. Yeah. Yes. So so what I think, I think Peter is still there, but I think what it was is that he needed to probably throw himself. He he needed to kill himself in some way to a certain degree in his mind, thinking that he could kill himself. By jumping out, like at that point, he was just at the end. He's just like, "Fuck it, I'm done. I got nowhere else to go. I'm just gonna jump out the window." And so, in that sense, I think the Demon King probably, like, it, it, since he's knocked out, I don't think he's dead though, because he landed in soil. He wouldn't be dead. He'd be in a lot of pain, but he wouldn't be dead. But Peter no, probably but thought he was gonna they, die. Remember, they might have, they very well could have released Peter from his own body, How? and. I remember the remember that the schoolyard, right? Joan was screaming from across the street, I release you. Yeah. All that was there at that point was just Maybe. Peter. I don't think Maybe. I think he was dead. Maybe. You think he was dead? Well, this is a great conversation because it's what a movie did. Oh, you think when Peter hits the ground he yeah, was dead and, and the body was because so. I don't think I think I think I think I, what happens is he lands on the floor, he's con he's unconscious, but it's a lot it allows because of everything that's happened already, it allows Demon King to take over the body, but Peter is locked in there. You know what? I you know what? Everything else in this movie is so outlandish. The cult had planted a defibrillator in that soil, and he landed perfectly on it, right as the Demon King it lands in there. And defibrillator just fired off on a timer. They had it set. It was almost like they, one of those like little tick 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 like an egg timer. Ding! And, and they and ran off into the woods naked. Oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> Can we uh, can we be done? Can we be no, done? No, no, no. There's still so much uh, more to talk about. No. So please tell me what else. <laughs> the the here's something else I want to talk about is I want to talk about these models. The models that she makes. Because oh, I understand gosh. her doing models. I understand her doing models for work. And she was doing models for work. There, there, I mean, she's basically hired by architectural firms and engineering firms to do models of different things. Like she was doing a model of a preschool. You know, she was doing a model of an office building. I get that stuff. But why is she making models of a of an accident scene where her daughter has literally lost her head? I think, okay, so it, it's not... In, the way I interpreted that was that she had been published and there are lots of books of just miniature shit. And she'd just been published to make a book of miniature shit. And 
what are you going to make a book of miniatures whenever it's like you can make it of your own life? Now, it's kind of strange that the miniatures were of death and uh, grandma nursing her own child and lots of other kind of I'm not going to disparage because I'm sure that there are probably some people out there that still do that. It's a very old tradition, but it's a little weird to me, I think. Um, certainly not something I'm accustomed to. And maybe that's why it was put in the movie was to to somewhat to make the you. viewer a little uneasy. Right. Because oh, it, sure. it was an early it was an early sequence when we start yeah. hearing these things. Yeah. So you know, being able to depict her life and the things she sees around her is really common when it comes to artists, right? They, they, they show what their life is like, what they, how they perceive the world. And and that's not really all that common. I mean, now granted when your life is a horror show, you probably shouldn't be spreading that around. But, <laughs> I mean, that was for the publisher to decide like, dear God, can we leave these out? You know? I mean, um, I mean, you can see that, that, that you can see the dad was just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like when he, when he saw the accident scene, like why are you? Like his thoughts were just like, why are you even doing that? Like he was just, oh, it's just so much. He creeped me out, dude. Every time. There, there was a lot. There was a lot in this movie that was just unsettling, and and you know that was the aim. That was Ari Aster's mm-hmm. whole goal. It was meant to very slowly ease you into something that was unsettling and unnerving and more and more put you on the edge of your seat until things get really crazy. And it really kicks off with Charlie losing her head. Um, <laughs> it really kicks <laughs> off there and things really spiral from there. But uh, I can tell you that I will never consider putting my head out a window again. Um, <laughs> I think that's a smart move. I, I, I'm, a smart I'm, move. It's a shame that you've considered. No, I mean like of my house, of a stationary <laughs> vehicle. Very strange um, you know what? If it's if it's a window in a Home Depot, I'm not putting my head through it. Sunroof? It's just not going to happen. Sunroof? No. Negative. <laughs> Don't care. Just not so, worth it. Don't need so it. Check this out. I just saw this uh, article. Apparently, one of Peter's friends, there's a theory that one of Peter's friends was in the cult. And the same way the grandma uh. had the ritual with the tea, the weed he was smoking, his buddy would hook up his bowl with whatever medicinal herbs, magical herbs to get him high, I guess, to help with this whole process of the seance or that's cool. Just, I was just yeah. reading that dude just now. You sent it. You sent the, the picture, link over saw, here. Check out the picture. They show the guy bowing in the in the attic. So maybe. I mean, maybe that's the case. I mean, it oh tracks. yeah. The it's the, the dude with the top knot. Holy yeah. shit! I mean, it's oh. there. By the way, you know now that now that we've got a picture here, was it not a little strange that the nude people needed to cover their arse when they were hunched over? I mean, Not part of me of just them. thinks, part of me just thinks, well, no, it's just the people in the front row because I'm thinking that part of the production was, I don't want to look at someone's asshole oh, yeah, for the last three hours of my day as I'm filming the sequence. It's not just that I don't think you can really show butthole on, on, I think that would be like. Well, there is, there is one, when, when they, when, when at the scene where it's, it's, it's back on all hail Paymon, uh-huh. they do show butthole? someone's <laughs> asshole. Sticking out, no. but it, it, it's a dude, so you see a dick hanging down too. So it's just like it's oh, all about it, bro. I'm like, you see starfish and a cock. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I know I've seen balls, 100%. but I don't think I saw a butthole. Butthole. Oh yeah. But well, <laughs> I mean, thought was that it was somehow. 
see, but I mean, he's not spreading his cheeks, so you see it, but but you definitely see an ass and a dick hanging okay, out. Ass like, is okay, fine, I didn't need that. A butthole, man. You, uh, my, butthole, no, I don't think we see, I don't think you're out to see a butthole. Okay. No, no, no. My <laughs> whole thought was that there is some, I can't believe we're having this conversation. Sanitary <laughs> issue with having your head bowed just below someone's asshole for however long it took him to shoot that sequence, you know, because that could have been days that they were shooting that on realistically it was probably a few hours but they, exactly <laughs> like shit happens. shit happens yeah, slips it, out it is the attic sometimes. it's supposed to smell terrible so it'd be perfect yeah it was and, very you know, it, was like, it was like it was like Anderson had a nightmare facilities right old folks not really old total folks. control of their facilities sometimes <laughs> So maybe they just covered him with a towel. Simple solution, I think, right? I don't know if that was it, man. I think it's just because you can't be seeing butthole on screen. Yeah. But we this, never went behind him. There was we never movie, went behind him. I think it was. That's because I remember. No, we were behind the headless bodies, which were, you know, dummies and easy to make not a real butthole. <laughs> did you did you notice? I thought it was great, and this is what leads the whole supernatural aspect of it, is that he saw the altar with Charlie's head on the figure that was, you know, for the, for the, for the King. And, and then the bodies, the headless bodies were bowed towards that figure. And then as soon as he got the crown, he looked around and the bodies were bowing to him. Like they turned and were bowing to him and you know, no one was around him. So they turned on their own to bow to Peter or now Paymon, which was cool as shit. I was like, fuck me. This is fucking legit real shit happening right now. And then there was, and then, and then, uh, I mean, it was just, there was a, there was, there was the aspect of the, um, oh man, there's so much happening in this movie. I just, I, I'm losing my mind. There was the aspect of the, um, so, okay. Don't lose your head. Oh, but the, as the, the, let me ask you a question. Do you think it was the, uh, the mom, uh, I guess Annie or whatever her name was, yes. Annie, I think it was Annie that was digging up when she was in a weird state, the grave, or was it the cult? No, it was the cult. I think it was the cult. Yeah. It was the cult. Yeah. yeah, it was the cult. I mean, how yeah. are they have those people getting in and out of the attic, right? I mean, they've got it's special true. access and stuff. Yeah. They have those, and there's because there was those quick cuts where it would be like night then day or day Why, then like, night. Like, what would be you know, the, okay, there's, there's a lot of risk that comes with incriminating somebody who you really, is a, is a pivotal uh, piece of of your your game, your chess game at that point. Mm -hmm. Why would you put you know Annie at risk at that point when you've got at least seventeen other people who could go and do this for you, and you know it gets it gets the job done. It's probably fine. I mean, hell, at this point, it could have even been somebody who worked at the funeral home that was maybe the same reason that that guy was at the funeral, the creepy guy with the smile, the white guy, you know what I'm talking about oh, at yeah. the end of the oh, casket. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, he could have just worked a, a rigor, a body under rigor mortis, right? That's mm -hmm. stiff. You, you need some sort of chemistry. I mean, well, I mean, I don't know. I, I think that was just demonic forces, but you know, like they didn't need to subject Annie to that task yet. They they didn't need to to gamble with one of their key pawns or you know key players at that point. She was already kind of doing other things that yes they incriminated her, but that really didn't matter at that point. Like who who else knew that she was out and about other than her husband? 
nobody really. And so it didn't really matter. They were already going to sacrifice him anyway. You know, they already knew that he was like a shoe in of a, a shoe in or easy head of the three that they needed. The collateral damage. Man, he, man, he, he really, he really was, uh, really very reasonable the whole time i know you know bad i felt terrible Um, he tried what do you think was up with charlie sleeping in the tree house i think it's because i'd I'd live in that fucking tree house it's beautiful for real why wouldn't you want to be there i think it's because (laughs) that was like the spot where like i think he likes that spot and that's where if we're at the end of the movie they were all there there's something about that tree house i think oh so the demon was, yeah, was within charlie yeah, when she like slept out there charlie there whenever you hear a click that's where the dude is yeah, yeah. the click yeah that's well, where, that's and, where pay money that makes sense that might make sense too because whenever annie when the mother goes to sleep out there perhaps those were the nights that the demon was within her perhaps yep Perhaps. You know, the demon yeah. was the one who wanted to sleep in the treehouse, yep. not, you know, the people who did it yep. on his behalf. Because, yeah, because the, the dad, whenever he showed up, he's like, why are you here? It's freezing out here kind yep. of thing. You know what I yep. mean? Like, you know, and, and, and the demon comes from hell, so cold doesn't affect him too much. I mean, he's he runs hot. Who knows? Yeah. You never know. I mean, who's weird? It's a weird situation, but you never know. It's weird. And plus, maybe that, that, that treehouse, the grandmother did sit in the treehouse and... They, well, remember the treehouse had a heater, also. Yep. So, which I was I certain was going to be like a fire scene. I was certain that was going to catch on fire and burn everything down. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. That's how I thought Charlie was going to die, but I was mistaken. <laughs> I don't know dude. for it watching was... this movie in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dummy, dude. There, I mean, there was um, man, I was going to say something just now, and I've lost the train of thought. So fuck it, who cares? Um, but anyways, but yeah, no, dude, but like this movie, man, was just, I think it explored some pretty disturbing and, uh, uh, complex, but also common things. There's a lot of, a lot of mental health that we got to deal with in families. There's a lot of fucked up families out there too. And Mm -hmm. he just took the most fucked up idea and (laughs) throw it out, threw it on a family and, and then went with it and then, and also included demons and shit. So it's, it's, uh, yeah. It's a wild, well, which was, film. which was wild. Yeah. Which is wild. Think, so, so, I mean, I, something I, I have found to be very true in life is that we are all just products of our parents, right? Products of our upbringing. Um, and so Annie is very much so that throughout this entire film, she is the product of her mother and father. And, and you can see how messed up that has made her. Mm-hmm. And, as that cascades down to Charlie and to Peter, we can see clearly, you know, that they have been heavily influenced and, you know, we can see how perhaps grandmother tried to separate her beliefs from her kin, but it doesn't, that part never made sense to me with like, like, we have all these other cult cultists that are <laughs> head and shoulders all for this payment. Right. And so th- they would have clearly sacrificed themselves. Um, why didn't grandmother just groom the children, her, her daughter and her, her, the children at that point, why weren't they just groomed here's, to believe this was an honor? Here's, here's what I think comes from that. 
So we all know that like, based on what we're, what we're talking about, we not know, we, we believe the aspect of that this family is probably groomed to take over for have payment take over their bodies. Okay, that's no, 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 destined. Destined. destined to do it. That's, 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 what, that's what they're doing. Uh, destined, sorry. Destined. But you also have to think her brother, the way he did this, her brother and his brother, he probably in this whole motion picture is probably the bravest person in this picture because he knew what was happening. Maybe he figured it out. And he figured out that the only way to do it was to before get to that before it got to that point, he had to kill himself because the mom hadn't gotten to that point. No, no, no. but maybe, but, but, but go with me. Just go with me for a second on this. This is, I mean, I'm not saying this is right or wrong. This is just something I just thought about right now. Mm -hmm. But because he did that, it caused such a riff between Annie and her mom that Annie was able to get away from her mother for a long period of time. But don't you think Now, granted, it probably delayed the inevitable. not saying it didn't. Because as you can see, it did delay the inevitable in this motion picture because eventually they got what they wanted, which was Peter. I think think if we're going to call the the uncle, you know, honorable to some extent or brave, I think it would have been better for him to either suffer this burden or find a way to end the chain of events. Maybe that was his way in the sense that it he was so horrific for the mom to, for Annie not to deal with the mother at all. Like, if he, if he hadn't, if he hadn't found if, cause clearly what happened was he could not cope, did not want it to continue and decided mm-hmm. to find a way out. Yeah. And I, I should preface this with anyone out there. If, you're considering suicide get help no please get help it's not no. it's not worth it there it's are suicide lines check it out that's not what we're talking about but he he could not cope with being part of this demonic uh series of events or or, or lineage i feel like it would have been honorable or brave to me sounds like i would find a way to break that 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 circle to break that that um this chain of things like it doesn't need to continue beyond him. It could have stopped. Perhaps he had found some, you know, ritual of some sort that combats this, you know, to, to actually stop it dead in its tracks to where the rest of his lineage would be safe. The alternative murder your family. Even that would have been braver in my opinion than him committing suicide because that really only saved himself. Yeah and, yeah, and that's, I mean, I just don't think that's anyway. I think he really had, no. No, I, I think he was just like, he went nuts because there was, think about that. If you like, maybe, maybe it was working. Maybe he was going in and out. It was putting him to dark places or something. I, I think he, I don't think, I don't think it was that. You know, I think it was just, no. just yeah, I think he just went, it, it drove him just crazy. Not... That's a lot to deal with. I think if, if Annie had known what that's was happening, she probably could have taken real action even more so than the bro- the uncle could have because you know mind you the uncle was to some extent at least possessed and so perhaps could only take certain actions i'm i'm a bit surprised that he was able to commit suicide whenever he was also inhabited by you know the problem person problem demon so it, to me it seems like it it 
it's totally plausible that the demon could have stopped him from conducting suicide, right? And completing that act for whatever reason, it didn't work out. I get that. But if Annie was aware of what was actually happening, she could have also taken additional actions to, you know, end this. I mean, reality is that for all of this lineage to work, there had to always be a boy and a girl, a daughter and a son. And simple way is to just, um, get fixed, you know, cut, cut your dick off. I don't care. Whatever it takes. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, I, I think it's taking gen. I think that the purpose though, is that like, it's probably taken generations to get to the point where they finally can get that guy in a body because think about yeah. all the dynamics that's going on there. You, you're going to have to find a family that's broken enough that you can somehow get to all of them and get inside of them too, to, to do your bidding. Mm-hmm. And it may take generations of that same lineage. And I think it had to be part of that bloodline. So, and there was always someone that was pushing that forward. And uh, Queen Lee, which is Anne's mom, was was pushing it forward while she was alive, where she finally got it towards the end of her life. But Joni picked up for her. But I think it just took a, a minute until they finally found the, the, a way into a yep. male body, you know? Yep. So I'm curious. I'm going to take a poll here. Um so do, do you guys think that Peter is still within his body? I do not. I think he is dead. D-E-D. D-E-D. Dead. Graveyard dead. dead. <laughs> dead. Yeah. I, yeah. I think he's there. I just think he's locked out. Like he has no point. He, he has no control over his body anymore. I think he's still there. He probably still is going to be seeing shit, but he can't do anything about it because Paymon has him locked out. Elias, what do you think? I, I don't think the fall killed him. So I, I just like Domas said, I, I think he's a prisoner in his own body, in his own brain, almost like a parasite that's just taken over. So I was of the opinion, before we started recording, I was of the opinion that Peter was still in, in the body. However, you know, having us talked through this and that sequence where Joan says, I release you and all of that stuff, that leads me to believe that perhaps payment is the only occupant at that point. And so if that happens to be the case, um, cause we're split 50, 50 at this point, right? Um, let's talk through those two scenarios. Peter has all that is necessary to continue the lineage. Could get married, could have children, all of that stuff. Um, do you think that payment will go through the process of, courting and all that kind of stuff or at this point is it considered an honor for one of the cult to be the next spouse and and uh, vessel to 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 deliver the the next payment vessel or whatever you see what i'm saying because at that point i mean all these all these different cult members are essentially just blindly following and, and they do whatever that he, whatever he needs right and if if peter's not present if it's just payment i mean I can't imagine a demon is uh, suave when it comes to courting women. This, so this, this question is creeping me the fuck out. <laughs> I'm just curious what happens from here forward, right? This is like this, this is, is like curious, why do you want to know this? Why this why like, do you want to go? This that is the way? sequel, dude. This yeah. is this the sequel. Is, Peter goes on Hinge or Tinder and finds another. Yeah. he's on Tinder. This is, this is this is like Whatever the conversation in Mallrats that Brody has with fucking Stan Lee, where he's asking if the the thing's dick is made out of stone, 
or if Mr. Fantastic can stretch his penis. <laughs> this is the conversation we're having right now. Or does Chewbacca have one of those red rocket things or one of those yeah. long ones? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a sailboat. <laughs> Listen, okay, if we're going to go down this, this avenue, this is my opinion. My opinion is this. I have a feeling that Payman will continue to act because he's probably done it before. He'll continue to act like a teenager to a certain degree, but he'll be, who knows, maybe a little bit more carefree with it. Who knows? But I have a feeling that the cult will actually have a say in whatever he does. Like they're going to make sure he finds Mm. that he has somebody that is worthy of his seed. Yeah. Well, no, well, no, 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 because because you guys were you were saying earlier that the that Annie's lineage was tied to payment mm-hmm. that like that specifically her lineage like like that genetic line. Well, everyone's gone now except for Peter's body. Okay. And there will come a time that there will need to be a new vessel. Well, that I mean, I don't think it really matters who the who the mate is because that's basically what it is. It's mate. Mm-hmm. I don't think it really matters who the mate is, but they want to be sure it's somebody that is probably key to whatever they want to do. Who knows? I, oh, I mean, you mean like down. like like the the new spouse probably doesn't have a mole? Yes. Or is, is not Irish? Is not Irish? Crazy. No. Does the does the new offspring does the new offspring like claw its way out uh, of the womb like a C section? Like, 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 like in the, like an alien? alien? I mean, yeah. Or like space balls? Like oh, hello, my baby. Mind. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime gal. You know, no, no, no dude. No. I want no. him to come out like open your mind. This conversation went. Uh, 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 oh my god! Can dude. we go to ratings yet? Ah uh, yes, Nutty, whatever you are. Yeah, I think we're gonna go to ratings. Now, having gone to that direction, I think it's time to go because Derek. Yeah, no I'm shit, trying bro. to get us <laughs> the weirdest. Shit I'm trying hard to creep, get us creep there. us all out and force us. Oh, into but, but no, but Elias and Eric didn't answer the question. Please continue, guys. Let's answer this question. <laughs> I I think the demon is the creator of the cult, right? He finds and he recruits his people. He dictates how he wants to sling it. And get to yeah. he gets with who he wants. That's that's my thought, right? He gets with I mean, who he wants, and he dictates, and he commands these people, and tells the people in the cult what to do, how how high to jump, and and, and yeah, yeah. So he dictates his own future. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I think I I agree with that, man. I just yeah, I'm gonna just jump on that because that's the. I mean, I think that's just the best way to think about it because I'm not a creep like Derek, and I just want to know what <laughs> old boy's sexual history is gonna be like. <laughs> No, I just wanted to see like a do demons body you creep do demons get it in or not like that's what I want to know <laughs> I mean they're demons so I assume they do they're world class perversion freaks who the fuck knows dude you never know does that, he have dude. to do it before marriage since he's oh a demon no he probably can oh, yeah, split his dick into you cannot two. wait you have to you definitely have to have sex it's like some they're, weird they're, anime they reject the shit. trinity dude they reject it <laughs> okay, like so some, whatever the opposite is <laughs> all of a sudden he's having sex he just makes his dick go into like like tentacles like it's like 12 right. different fucking dicks no, in one no, place no, look look it's, it's the polyamory at that point yes. this is it's truly like a, a fucking, cult yeah i mean he's he's he, i mean for him i guess age is just a number because all those bitches are super old so who yeah. knows 
Who knows? Oh, God. All right. All right. Our did guest. I it, did I take it too far? Take our it too guest far. of the evening. <laughs> Eric, what is your rating? Oh, we know the I rating, baby. It's great. I think it's a phenomenal movie. I don't think everyone needs to see it, so I'm not going to give it a nine. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. But I think it's a a really great movie, so I'm going to give it an 8.8. Ooh, baby! The acting is is so good. (laughs) It is. It's well made, and now that I found out it was $9 million, it bumped me up. I was going to give it an 8.3. I bumped it up. That extra point five. Rating scale or a regular movie? Regular scale. movie. Regular okay. movie. Just regalibrating. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> Great film. All right. Elias, what's up? I, I'd say a seven, dude. It was a little slow for me at the very beginning. Mm. Uh, it took me probably two or three tries to get kind of get into it. I fell asleep the first time I was watching it. I was really tired, though. <laughs> I get, No, I get it, man. I, I get it. it. The, yeah. the acting was on point, though. Like, mom's creepiness was amazing. That scene, literally, literally like, the hair on my arm like stood up when I saw her like Spider-Manning up on the, on the ceiling and then under the attic door and the nervous shaking that, that kind of freaked me out. Um, and Charlie, yeah, if I saw her out in public, I'd, I'd probably punch her. So, um, <laughs> but I say seven and a half. She seven. does that glotto click thing. I'd be like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw punch. <sighs> All right. I'm going to give this movie a straight eight. I think it was a fantastic motion picture. And to to your to your point, Elias, Ari Aster is a slow burn because Midsummer was a slow burn too. But he the is. payoff with his movie—I haven't seen Bo's Afraid, but for these two movies, slow the burn. payoff slow burn. But the payoff is worth it. Fantastic, it's worth it. It's yeah. a worth it payoff. So I'm gonna give it a straight eight because it's as a as a horror movie, it's it's amazing. It's something that I've never seen before, which is great because horror is tough to do. That's tough to do and hard to do something that you've never seen before and experience something completely new. So yeah, straight eight, dude. Awesome. Derek. Mm, we're okay. waiting, we're waiting on, we're waiting with bated breath. All right. So I had to go back and look at like what I rated uh Midsummer because I, I still am of the opinion. Midsummer was a better movie. Um, I gave Midsummer on the the part of like how how much i enjoyed it i gave it a 0. 0.5 <laughs> oh god oh my which god. every halloween movie man it's the same thing <laughs> which i'm waiting for the hit, i'm waiting for him to hit a 1 at some point on that scale which you know i'm i'm going to say is still very appropriate <laughs> for how much i i liked the movie um, <laughs> and this one, but as such, with this film, it was clearly worse, and so I'm giving it a <laughs> point two for for how much I liked the film. Now, uh, I've talked a lot about a lot of the way that this movie was filmed, a lot of the writing, a lot of the very talented sound design and camera work. I'm going to give it a four seven out of five for how well it was made. And I, I feel that that's, that's very appropriate to me. That's oh, right in lock with row tendon bombs. It. I gave it a four yeah, seven and yep. um, technically it's a fantastic well, motion picture. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It, yeah. Technically it is absolutely a, a wonderful film to watch. I think that this is 
Um, it's probably a little bit gory and gruesome to be a studied film, but um, it it certainly could be studied thoroughly. Um, so, interestingly enough, I think our rating system uh, is far and above uh, better than what IMDb has because our average for this film between the four of us was a 7.18. And if we compare this, <laughs> if we IMDb compare this to Midsummer, Midsummer, we rated, anyone take a guess? Anyone remember? I don't. I don't. Midsummer, we rated it at a 7.5. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it, the, the system works, folks. It works. It all it works, works out. Perhaps. Yeah. Hereditary is on IMDb at seven three. It's it's probably worth mentioning that I I won't be present for our next Halloween special. (laughs) You will be. You will be. Eric's gonna sub in for me. (laughs) And I don't do uh, Halloween specials unless you're there, dude. Yeah. Well, I'll sit right next to you and. (laughs) Perfect. Okay. All right. Now. Now it's time, everybody, for our horror top shelves. I will start because mine is a little bit, little bit off the wall, a little bit different. Um, as far as the horror top shelf, mine, it's not a necessarily a horror movie, but it is horrific. I just finished watching the Netflix documentary Scout's Honor. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's about the, oh, Boy, the Scout, Boy Scouts. The Boy Scout sex scandal. Mm. What I saw in that documentary is absolutely nuts to me. It's just like it, it makes me because I was a I was I wasn't a Boy Scout. I didn't make I never make it to Boy Scout, but I was a Cub Scout, and it makes me really upset. I don't have a boy. I have I have girls. Thank you know not thankfully, but I have I have girls that I so I wouldn't do the Boy Scouts in. But it made me upset as a parent to think that. In the beginning of the Boy Scouts, this is one of the things that made me just made me go like, this is my fucking horror pick. In the beginning of the Boy Scouts, the Boy Scouts publicly would publicly announce if there was a troop leader in the newspaper, by the way, would publicly announce in the early 1900s if there was a troop leader that did something wrong in this sense like took care of, took took advantage of young boys. They would put it in the local newspaper and let them know this is a red flag person that you shouldn't be dealing with this person when it comes to the Boy Scouts. They put it publicly. This is like in the early 1900s. They would put it in the newspaper. There, there is what? files and there's proof. There's clippings that they show in this movie from like the 1920s. It says this is a red flag person. Warning. Do not have this person be a part of your scout troop. That kind of thing. In the local newspaper. For all to see. But for some reason or another, they were they, they decided to try to protect the brand. And they kept files called the perversion files or the secret files. And they wouldn't let anybody know. One person in particular was some guy named William Hacker or something like that. I'll find out. I, 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 they talk about it there. According to a guy in the show... This guy was possibly the most prolific pedophile in U.S. history. And he was a scout leader for 20 years in different cities. And they asked him, how did you get away with it? He's like, because I could. It was easy. Yeah. Yeah. He would get caught in one town. 
then go to another town because they wouldn't let them know, and he'd become a scout troop leader there. Then he'd go to another town and do the same thing. Like it's just it's nuts. It was it's nuts. Disgusting. So that is my that is my horror pick because it actually happened. It's absolutely terrifying as a parent. What's it called? Scout's Honor. Yeah, Scout's Oof. Honor. It's 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 impressive because you're just like, what the fuck? Because it's just it just makes you wonder, man. You're like, man, this this is like it's like easy pickings for these guys to be a scout yep. Easy pickings. Incredible. Yeah, it's nuts. But go ahead, guys. Elias, sir. <laughs> Derek, Waldo, what a pick right. he has no horror movies. Hey, <laughs> I I just watched uh, actually I just watched um, Jordan Peele's Us with uh, my oh, kids that? yesterday. It's good, man. It's 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 entertaining. It's different. It's twisted. It's it's got some comedic elements to it, right? Um, very entertaining. But the creep factor with the way the 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 tethered characters smile or look soulless in the eyes, it's just it's such a nice little touch. Mm. But yeah, I just watched it with the kids and they really enjoyed it. My kids are thirteen and fourteen, so um What's the other one where they they hijack uh, the African American people's uh, bodies? God, what's it called? Get out. Get out. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's it. Gotta that's set it. up with the kids. That's another one that I, I, I like. Watch stuff. That. I, I haven't. I've I never seen care. it. I've never seen it. It's good. It's good. Get I didn't care for that last oh, one he did it. with the nope. little nope. Western town. Nope. Yeah, I didn't nope. care for it at all. I didn't care for it. I watched the whole thing, but I was like, this is this it's, is just done. It's tough to watch horror movies in my house because my wife doesn't want to watch them. So it's like, fuck. So I have nobody to watch them, so it's not enjoyable yeah. for me. So now that my daughter's older Maybe now, there she's was somebody 14, smarter than I you in your it. house. Well, my Always. son, I dropped him off at the mall two days ago, and like he was roaming the, the mall for like eight hours with his friends. And I call him, <laughs> and he messages me back, oh, I'm at the theater. I'm like, you didn't tell me you were going to the theater. They're going to a ha- uh, haunted house. He was, oh, I'm watching The Exorcist. I'm like, all right, bro, enjoy. So yeah, he's he's digging this shit. He watches the conjuring, so does my daughter. So but yeah, nice. us. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Eric. Um <laughs> I'm gonna you know what's I I was thinking about this the other day. Like in I I didn't even I forgot that we had to bring a top shelf here, but when as soon as you said horror top shelf, I'm like, oh thank God, because I literally was just thinking about this in my head the other day. I hate horror movies generally, unless Ariaster makes them, but um I remember a visceral experience in the movie theater. I went and saw this film back like in 2000 or something around there. And I remember thinking like at that point being like, oh, horror movies suck. They're not that good. They're terrible. But for some reason, my friend was like, yo, you got to go check this movie out. Let's go to the theater and see it. And it was The Ring. Did you guys ever see oh, The Ring? Oh, yes, I yes. did. Okay. I have a story and about I, that. Yeah, and I went after. to the theater and saw this shit and I was terrified. And I was like... <laughs> This is the first time in a very long time that a movie, for some reason, just shook me to the core. And so, I, and I don't know if it still stands the test of time because I haven't seen it. I don't know. Oh, God, I don't know since it came out. So, um, I, know. I, I just remember being like, this was great. Like, being actually scared. And um, I probably have to go back and watch it and I might be upset, but who knows? Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll be like, no, it's still good. You know, oh, dude, I, 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 I saw that movie in the theaters also, but we were we were supposed to watch Red Dragon, me and Michelle. Uh, she yeah. really wanted to see Red Dragon, so we went to go see Red Dragon because it came out the same weekend. But Red mm. Dragon got sold out, so mm. I was like, "Fuck!" 
all right, so we'll go see this one at the same time. Let's go. We had never seen trailers for it. Didn't know anything about it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, let's go see it. And bro, bro, scared the shit out of her. <laughs> I was like, it was great. It was good. Know, Blair, it was that so was like good. one of those time pieces, like uh, almost like uh, Blair Witch, like in yeah. the 90s, the ring kind of like left its stamp in time with horror movies. Yeah. 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 So. Also one I will never watch. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never nope, know. I do. I'm certain. Um, <laughs> Not on this show. <laughs> so I I think I've got a good track record of good Hollywood uh, Halloween, Halloween movies. Um, and I'm going to bring you another good one. Coraline. Coraline oh, was a good okay. Halloween movie. Yeah. All right. I enjoyed it. I, I thought it the music was good. I It was nice to see. I, I don't think we get a whole lot of stop motion anymore. And uh, I don't think it needs to be all films, but it, I think there's a kind of like getting to see a, a movie in within like 70 millimeter or 35 millimeter, like it on film. It has a different flavor to it. And every once in a while, it's a nice, you know, taste of, of something to, to a little bit different than, you know, CG or live action. And, um, you know, we saw that with uh, Del Toro's Pinocchio, right? That was all stop, uh, stop motion and stop motion. Yeah. It it's um it's a good movie. Go check it out. Um, and that movie does have some creepy elements to it. I ain't gonna lie. There's, I mean, relative, yes, absolutely, yeah. very creepy elements. Um, I, yeah. I would, um, I was very happy to uh, buy that movie. You know, right after it came out, I was excited to watch it in 3D again and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, Coraline. Um, don't watch. Hereditary. Just- <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely watch it. Definitely. For sure, watch it. Three Negative. out of four people agree. Yeah. <laughs> you mm. should definitely watch this movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry right, for everybody. anyone who watched this. All right, everybody. That is the Halloween special. We are thankful to have Eric show up tonight. Oh, thank, thank you, you for having much. me back. It was so wonderful and great and beautiful to see thank and you. hear your faces. Just wait until you see what Elias. I bring for you a Christmas movie this year, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, either way, but thank you, everybody, for listening. And we'll be back uh, with another episode soon. But enjoy your Halloween, people. Peace. <laughs>